name is Jesse Mwai and you are watching Sitem Church Online and we want to begin a conversation in the next probably few broadcasts uh, just around worship. I know we've been talking about it before but we want to just take a slightly different turn and uh, in this particular broadcast and for the next few I am joined by my, my brother and my friend and of course my senior, let me insist on that, uh, Pastor Peter Dera or Dr. Peter Dera, you know, take your pick. But uh, Peter Dera, of course, is a legend in this country, and especially where music is concerned, church music specifically, uh, where that is concerned. And uh, he's a guy who inspired many of us when we were growing up back in the 90s, I believe, especially in the, in the 90s and what have you. And, uh, but he's still around and he's still going strong, and now he's pastoring a church. And we're going to get to meet him in just a short while. Uh, so I want to ask you to just stay tuned and uh, you may want to also just stay tuned for the next few episodes that we're going to be having and we'll discuss some amazing things and especially where church music is concerned, where worship is concerned, what are our thoughts, what are his thoughts, especially around those topics. And I know he has a world of experience and uh, I know he has learned a few things along the way and now especially serving as a pastor, you're going to be blessed and I'm sure you're going to gain something. So I want to take this opportunity to welcome my brother, Pastor thank Pete. You. Thank Arepusana. you, Reverend Jesse. Yeah. Hey, thank you. It's so great to be here. I'm yeah. so grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, just to come and share with you yeah. and with our viewer just the things that are happening around us yes. and addressing. But I really need to make a point clear, yes. though. Yes. When you talk about 90s, we need to talk about the 1990s, lest somebody oh. think that we're talking about 90 AD. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we are the 1990s, yeah. <laughs> 1990s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wonderful time to grow up. Yes. Um, I, be I personally believe that we, that God injected or incarnated um, incarnated me at a very important time yes. in, in the world. Yeah. Uh, imagine that had I been born a uh, hundred years before, yes. uh, I would have missed electricity. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But we're born in the age of one of the yeah. greatest concepts of all time. Yeah. Um, the equivalent in our generation of the printing press, which is That's the right. internet, yes. which is yes. how come uh, our viewer, some of our yeah. viewers are watching us via yeah. um, their phones, yeah. Uh, yeah. whatever yeah. other gadget that they're, they're mm. watching through. I think this is just the internet yes. is such an amazing, amazing, an amazing thing. Yeah. But I also thank God for mm. the opportunity for music, you know, and mm. uh, just the gift of music and yes. worship yes. and how that has shaped um, our current world and where, where, where we are as yeah. a nation. Yeah. Uh, it, it has actually set the bedrock for the movement, yes. the move of God in this nation. Yes. Uh, unknown to many people, but it's yeah. just set the move exactly. of God that is unique, yes. unique on our continent, unique yeah. in the world. It's such yeah. a unique. It's amazing, amazing. Um, tell us about your journey just briefly. I mean, you know, how did you just bust into the scene? Where did you come from? Where did Pete come from? How did you, I mean, obviously you're gifted musically, but just how did you make that inroad into this, into this world of, of music? Um, my, my journey didn't begin yeah. in church and it didn't begin with me. My, um, my, my father was a um, political analyst and a journalist as well. And so he was the speechwriter for our second, uh, our first vice president. Uh, and when I was born, it was a tumultuous time. I was born a month, almost a month exactly after the man landed on the moon. Oh. 
and and then at that time in Kenya, politics was uh, opposition politics. There was this to and fro. And when I see what's going on presently, I say it's not it's not new. But when I was born, there was a great tumult, and so my father went into uh, was arrested. Uh, it was back in the time of uh, detention without uh, trial. Yeah. So my dad spent time in in jail uh, with. Um, one of the pastors at Nairobi Baptist Church, uh, Reverend Pinto Kali's dad, they were in oh, detention together. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah. um, during that period, my mother went to live with her uncle, and her cousins had a band uh, that was called Black Savage. Okay. Now that name doesn't mean anything to most of the people yeah. listening, except that um, my mom's cousin, my uh -huh. uncle, uh, was the late Gordon Ominde, who was the original writer of the song Kothbiro. Okay. Kothbiro oh, okay. has been featured on yes. Kanye West's yes. uh, projects and yes. various movies and the late yeah. Ayubo Gada re-recorded that song okay. uh, but my uncle was the original writer of Kothbiro. Kothbiro. Okay. Uh, so he was writing everything from folk music yes. um, to what I'd call Afro-rock music uh, and if anyone is familiar with um, Santana yeah. what was that kind of wow. music. Okay. He was writing all this um, okay. Afro-rock yes. music. It was quite something. And I grew up under that influence. Yes. So my first influences of music were not Christian. Okay. And I like, I, I'd like to just say that, you know, a lot of people think that yeah. it's because my mom was a believer. Yes. Um, yes. At the time I was born, my mom wasn't in church. She was kind of backsliding. Okay. <laughs> It, it was actually a, quite a journey. My mom says, and yes. she says, that it's because of her kids um, that she found her way back to the Lord. Wow. So my journey started with being exposed to um, my uncle's band. My neighbor, our immediate neighbor, was a DJ. Okay. And he was not a Christian DJ. There were no Christian DJs back then. Yes. He was a DJ. So you can imagine. So my uncle, from my yeah. mom's side, is yeah. a, an Afro-rock band. Uh -huh. I'm neighbors with a DJ. And then my, uh, there's another relative of ours who had another band that was playing uh, uh, in pubs and clubs. Yes, yes, so yes. that was my exposure. Was okay. But by the time I was four or five years old, I knew that music is what I was okay. going to do. Whatever else I did, yes, I knew that music, music is certainly something. Okay. Um, but I, I need to say we, were, we grew up, because of where we were economically, we yeah. grew up um, in a space where I couldn't go to music school. Okay. Not because we were unable, but we just couldn't afford it. Yes. So my mom said, and I tease her about it till yeah. today, she mm -hmm. said, um, let your sister do the piano lessons. Uh -huh. uh, what we'll do is, um, when she finishes, <laughs> when she yeah. finishes, you, you, you you'll start, yeah. you'll start. Yeah. Uh, I just never went. Um, and so I taught myself, uh, you know, I'd watch other people play. I taught yes. myself guitar, I taught myself keyboard. Okay. I found I could play drums. I taught myself to play the bass. And wow. I found I could sing. I was the... Uh -huh. unusual person in yes, the family so yes, yes. you know uh, I was I mean we'd buy these Michael Jackson records yes, and Shalomar yes, and yes, and yes. all this I mean I knew yeah. if you asked me today to sing all these MJ songs yes, from back, I could absolutely <laughs> slam it and yeah, do it um, yeah. but that's that's that was my heritage exactly so yeah. I grew up uh, listening to what was popular yes popular yes. with my, my parents, popular with those who were in my family, yeah. but also popular, which was current. At yes. that time, it was Michael Jackson yeah. and Taboulet yeah. uh, and Billy Abel yes, yes, and yes. Uh, Sam Van Thomas. Yeah. Uh, and um, and uh, did I say Michael Jackson? Yeah, yeah Michael Jackson. I did, right. <laughs> uh, hee -hee. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So we were, uh, that's what I grew up on. Okay, okay. Whatever was popular uh, at the time. And, but when I became a believer, when I became a Christian, yes. uh, something interesting happened. I was, um, uh, a Scottish missionary lady would come to our school and do these Bible classes. Okay. And one day, yeah. one day she made an invitation and I gave my life to wow. Jesus. So as a young boy and as a young man, I was already in this conflicted space. Yes. Well, on one side, yes. there was all this music that I loved. Mm -hmm. uh, but on the other side, there was my faith, okay. which in the church at the time was a very clear distinction. Right. You yeah. didn't have yeah. uh, musicians in the pop world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're a musician in church, it's because you yeah, sang in the right. choir. Yeah. And I always wondered, why in the world is church music boring? Yeah. <laughs> And so this yeah. seemed to be my, yes. my axe yes. to grind. Yes. Uh, and I said, but why is all the good music going to yeah, the devil? The world, yeah. Why is all the, yeah. the good music yeah. going to the devil? Yeah. Uh, and this began to be my challenge. Okay. Um, but what I found, Pastor Jesse, is that I was then drawn into the clubs, okay. drawn into the pop music. Yes. Yes. So I was on the worship team as a teen. Uh -huh. But in the clubs on sa Saturday night, yeah. But in church on Sunday okay. morning. Uh -huh. uh, so even now when you know you, you have these guys come to church and yes, I yes. so why didn't you show up in church? Yeah. And they can't tell me. Yeah. I say, yeah, I know where you've been. And so I understand the I understand the, the that journey. Yeah. I understand the journey and having lived a life where mm -hmm. I experimented with uh, with weed and with yes, alcohol and yes, what have you. Yes, yes. Uh, been there, done, been that, there, done that. But yeah. I tasted that there's no high like the most high. That's right. Wow. That there's there's no peace like the yes, peace of knowing yes, knowing yes, the Lord, yes. and so my journey, Pastor yeah, Jesse, yeah. had to do with really trying to understand why do I have this gift? Yes. Why do I have this gift? Why is my mind wired right. the way it's wired? Right. Why why am I inquisitive about this thing? Why is cameo? Yeah. You know that song. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That's uh, word up. So why word is up, yeah. yeah? Why is that song yeah. so attractive to me? Yeah. And why is it so repulsive? That's right. To, to the, the church, church leadership. Yeah. Yeah. I said all the young people like this. Yeah. So I hit on this idea. Yeah. Why don't I write songs, yeah. play music yes. in this vein? That's right. So I started okay. doing funky gospel songs. Wow. I thought this was a fantastic idea. That's right. And the people in the church that I went to at the time, the leaders in our nation, yeah. said that is the most demonic idea <laughs> on the planet. Yes, yes. And uh, I don't, we don't have time to yeah, get into to some of the detail of some of the things through. that yeah. went on. I yes. could tell you literally for days. Yes. Uh, and it, sometimes it brings tears to my eyes yeah. just to remember the pain that yeah. we had to go through. Yeah. But um, for me, I didn't realize it at the time. Yes. But I was paying a price That's and right. paving the That's way right. for, for an entire generation, generation of right. not just musicians, yeah. but artists, artists thespians. Yeah. Yeah. And so in that creative yes. industry, yes. which for the most part was yeah. number one, not recognized yeah. and certainly not taken yeah. up by the yeah. church. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I believe that the Lord, uh, Reverend Jesse, mm. allowed me to be sort of like um, uh, an apostle, a trailblazer yeah, exactly. in that in that Nothing, area. Yeah. And so, um, I, for me, my, my thing was, my, you can call it a thesis, you can yeah. call it, was why isn't the greatest music in, in church, church in our generation? Yeah. In previous generations, we saw yes. it, you know, yes, Handel's it Messiah, yeah. you said yeah. all this, um, but why is it? We were yeah. the first um, post-colonial generation. That's right. Um, 
yeah. what we were the ones who were going to define what music what was music going, to, was be. going to be. And yeah. so I, I can say this now, at the time I couldn't articulate it yeah. that clearly. Wow. But wow. I knew that God had called me. Called you to, yeah. So um, I sang in church. Wow. I was in the worship teams, you know, we call them worship teams now, yeah, but, but that's not what it was so. called. I don't know what we call them, you know, team, yeah, music team, whatever it was. Yeah. I, actually, the term worship team, I think, came a little bit later. Yeah. You know, we quite didn't know what to call this. Um, you know, I remember back in the day, like, uh, now we call, of course, now we are Sitam, Crisis Yansa Ministries. Yes. By that time, we were in every Pentecostal church. Right, right, right. And I remember back in the day, worship was led by one person. Actually, it was yes. a pastor yeah. who would stand over there and uh, he would song. just come and determine the, you know, his list of songs, the hymns and whatever. Yeah. And he would just fire away, yeah. you know, whether whether he was musical or not. Right. Whether it was music, he would just come and uh, because there was nothing else. Absolutely. And people would just kind of right. join him. But I think it's interesting that you mention about... Uh, uh, especially the secular music, and I remember Michael Jackson was big was back huge. in the day. When I was growing up in primary school, I remember I would go and buy, you know, the yes. little uh, tape. Know, some of these guys don't even yeah. know them. The, the tape, yes. you know, cassette tape. For, yeah, for about fifty shillings yes. for Michael Jackson and right. everything. And I used to love or Michael LPs. Jackson. I used to think, yeah, this guy is because I've always had an interest in music yeah. also growing up and everything and all. Yeah. But then when you're a young person and yeah. you're going to church. And sometimes half of the sermon, because it's a youth event, is like is uh, the, the preacher is preaching against Michael Jackson. Yeah, you, you get. And, and Michael Jackson then became the picture of rebellion. Uh, you know, if you listen to Michael Jackson, you're not born again, and what have you. Yeah. But that's another story for another day. Oh my! You know? um, Absolutely. Um, but let's do this. I want you to do something uh, so sure. that we can prepare for the next next Absolutely. broadcast. Can you just play something beautiful just to take us out? For this one and then uh, then we'll catch up you know in our next episode as we take this to the next level what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus Christ my King what a beautiful name it is nothing compares to this what a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. My King, beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. Wow. Amazing. I love the way you strum that guitar, man. We'll catch up next time as we take this conversation to the next level with my brother, Peter Dara. And I'm sure um, if you did not know him, now you know a little bit about him. And we'll take this conversation a little bit deeper as we talk about the place of, um, especially music in worship, in church worship, in our next episode. You have been watching Sitam Church online. Please get in touch with us. You can call us. There will be a number on your screen. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. And uh, somebody will be on the other side to ensure that they get back to you. Thank you. See you next time.